0: Hello everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Jubilee. Today we're going to be talking about good works. How easy is it for you to do good works? If I were to ask you that question, what would be your answer? Some people might say, oh, it's pretty easy. Other people might say not so easy. But then, you know, sometimes when you're thinking about that question, you're thinking about people that you like doing good works to them people, your family, your colleagues, your friends, doing something good for them. But when you think about it in the sense that it's not always for people that you like, so... How easy is it for you to do good works to someone that has been bad to you, someone that has done evil to you, someone that has been mean to you? How easy is it for you to show them kindness? How easy is it for you to be good to them? Then when you look at it in that context, you might start to change your answer. You might say, okay, it's probably not as easy as I thought. Today, we're going to look at scripture and we're going to see really as Christians, what should be our disposition to good works. Dive in with me as we look into scripture in Jubilee. That I would like us to say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you God that we have your word, the scriptures to learn from your word. Even as we read today, Lord, I ask that you speak to our hearts, I ask that you transform our lives, I ask that you help us to apply your word in our lives to bring forth much good fruit to the glory of your name. In Jesus name, amen. Today we're gonna to be looking at Titus chapter three. There's a lot to learn from this passage I'll try as much as possible to read the chapter itself and then we can glean lessons from it. So Titus chapter 3 says remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work. Now you have to know that this was a letter, like I mentioned, of Paul to Titus and he's asking Titus to remind the believers in the place where Titus was to be submissive to rulers and authorities to be obedient and to be ready for every good work he goes on to say to speak evil of no one to avoid quarreling to be gentle to show perfect courtesy to by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the holy spirit whom he poured out on us richly through jesus christ our savior so that being justified by his grace we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life the saying is trustworthy and i want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in god may be careful to devote themselves to good works these things are excellent and profitable for everyone but i avoid foolish controversies genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. less. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. When I send a Tamaris and Titus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I decided to spend the winter there. Do your best to speed Zenas the lawyer and Apollos on their way see that they lack nothing and let our people learn to devote themselves to good works, so as to help cases of urgent need and not be unfruitful all who are with me send greetings to you greet those who love us in the faith grace be with you all amen so this is a really short chapter just 15 verses if you noticed Paul mentioned good works I think about maybe three times in this chapter and each time he mentioned it he was speaking to the believers telling them to be ready for good works. Another part says be devoted to good works. What does it mean to be devoted? When you hear the word devotion what comes to your mind? For me when I hear devote or devotion what comes to my mind is some conscious effort or loyalty towards something or someone. So Paul is asking his, the believers to make that conscious effort towards good work, you know, to consciously do good works. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, when you think about good works, it might seem easy. Oh, I'm doing something nice for my friend or, oh, I'm doing something nice for my family. But then if you've going through scripture you would see that as christians it's not just about the people that love us or the people we love right it's not just about doing good works to people that love us but also to those that hate us (laughs) also to those who have been evil or mean to us that's what jesus says love those who hate you do good to those who despisefully use you pray for them that's the gospel Here, Paul is asking believers to be ready for every good work. The one that seems easy to come to you and the one that pinches. The one that you're like, why should I? (laughs) There are times where it's difficult. People have hurt you. They've done things to you that were really painful. But then as a Christian, you have to do good works to them. An example of that and good work in this situation is to forgive them. There's a parable that Jesus gave in Matthew, I think, about, um, he was thinking about how it's important for us to forgive those who have wronged us. And he shared a parable of a master and a servant. So the servant was owing the master, I think a dinner, a huge amount, let's say. So the master got like the collectors to grab the servant and said, "Look, you're gonna pay me what you owe me. If you can't, we're gonna sell you off. And whatever money we make, we're gonna sell you your family. Whatever money you make, we're gonna use. Uh, whatever money we make from that, we we'll use it to settle your debt." But then the servant begged the master, was like, "Please have mercy on me and all of that." And the master had compassion and forgave the servant and cleared off his debt now that same servant went out left the presence of his master went out and found another servant that was owing him and he grabbed him you know held him by the neck and said look today you're gonna pay me all that you owe me the servant who was owing him said look have mercy on me you know i will pay you what i will just give me some time have some patience have mercy but he didn't listen instead he sent the servant to prison so when the master heard this he was upset very angry and called the servant and said why couldn't you have compassion on your fellow servant just like i did to you i went on this whole tangent because there are people that have hurt us there are people that have been bad to us god is asking us to be good to them when we have the opportunity to be to show them kindness even though they've been bad to us that is an example of a good work kindness is good work <laughs> and one other thing i want us to know from this chapter that we read is it's important to see that it's not the good works that we do that gives us a right standing with god So we do not end salvation by the good works that we do. Instead, the good works are a fruit, a result of our salvation. Paul says this, if you look um, somewhere in verse 8, it says, The saying is trustworthy and I want you to insist on this thing so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. So those who have believe right and also he he says that in again in verse 4 he says but when the goodness of god and loving kindness of god our savior appeared he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness but according to his own mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the holy spirit so we're saved by god's mercy by god's grace in Christ Jesus we're not saved because of the good works we do The good works are a result, a fruit of that regeneration, of that renewal that the Holy Spirit does in us, that transformation that the Holy Spirit does in us. So if naturally, if someone does evil to you, you stay and you think of how you do it back to them, so it hurts them. But when the Holy Spirit works in you, he teaches you and speaks to you and says, don't do that, don't hurt this person, show them kindness instead right that's the regeneration that's the renewal of the holy spirit and then if we look at verse 9 paul says but avoid foolish controversies genealogies dissension and quarrel about the law for they are unprofitable and worthless sometimes you just meet certain people that just want to argue argue about the bible argue about this and argue about that so paul is admonishing us to Avoid all those foolish controversies, you know, arguments where people try to prove how smart they are, how intelligent they are, how much of the law or the Bible they know, right? The conversations should be conversations that edify, conversations that build up, conversations that stir us up to good work, that build us up in the faith. There's this part in verse 2 that I really want to point on. It says to speak evil of no one there's a book that kenneth hagen wrote titled love the way to victory and in that book kenneth hagen tried to explain the importance of not speaking evil about anyone for me the way i've come to understand it is as humans our understanding is limited as humans our vision (laughs) what we see what we know is limited right so take for example that you've had some experience with someone that hasn't been so good okay now based on that experience you have a perception of that person that perception might be right or wrong you don't really know because you don't know everything okay now what slander does is when you carry that negative talk or that evil speaking of that person to someone else so you go and meet your neighbor or meet someone else and you start telling them or speaking evil about the other person what it does is you transfer that you're trying to transfer that perception that you have onto someone else and take notes that perception could be wrong right so that's one of the disadvantages so you're just transferring that from person to person something that isn't entirely true right because you don't see everything so god sees everything i've come to the understanding that god really is the only one who is able to judge because he sees everything he sees everything he sees the bigger picture he sees our hearts (laughs) he sees the motives he sees every single thing you know there are times where people actually do things and what they do might be wrong people make mistakes right but the motives in their heart they didn't actually mean to to hurt you or they didn't actually mean to to do that thing that might seem bad Right, So you only see the action. You don't see the heart. You don't see the motive. You don't see all of that. God is the only one who is able to judge. And that's really what the scripture says. He's the righteous judge. He's the just judge. He's the one who is able to judge. He's the one that sees our hearts. He's the one that sees our motives, our intents. He's the one that sees everything, the whole picture. Like Paul says, devote yourself to good works. And like I said earlier, devotion is like a conscious You know, it's conscious, you have to consciously do it. When you're having that conversation with people and someone brings it up and they're talking about, oh, this person, that person did this. You have to consciously choose not to throw it, not to utter it, not to speak evil of anyone. We have to make that conscious effort. The Holy Spirit strengthens us, gives us the grace to do it, but we have to choose, make that conscious effort. So by the help of the Holy Spirit, we're able to resist that urge to to foil that evil speaking or that evil conversation and just choose to speak no evil of anyone. As always, I would encourage you to take out time. Titus only has three chapters. The book of Titus in the Bible has only three chapters. Take out time, read the entire chapter so you kind of see how it progresses, you know, and what message... Paul was trying to pass holistically yeah so please take our time to read the entire book <laughs> i hope you've learned something today um i hope you've been blessed one way or another and i pray that as you go into your week into your day that god would give you the grace and to consciously devote yourself to good works consciously do good works you speak no evil of anyone you be kind and gentle and you'd avoid quarreling <laughs> you know and conversations that do not bring edification. thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being here god bless you